Today is Wednesday, May 11th. The title for our devotional is Peter's Deepest Longing. In the Gospels, as I said yesterday, we get a picture of what longing for Jesus and his kingdom looks like. Today, let's look at a few different scenes in the life of Peter to see this on display. John 1, 35-42 says, The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, John being John the Baptist here. And he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying. And they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and follow Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. It's not by accident that John includes the words of Jesus. Here, what are you seeking? The NIV translates it, what do you want? This is the same word from Matthew 6, 33. It says, seek first the kingdom. On this text, D.A. Carson writes, it appears that the evangelist is writing on two levels. The question makes sense as a straightforward narrative. Jesus asking the two men who are following him to articulate what is on their minds. But the evangelist, that is John, the author of the gospel, wants his readers to reflect on a deeper question. The Logos Messiah confronts those who make any show of beginning to follow him and demands that they articulate what they really want in life. It's interesting to note that the disciples don't really answer Jesus' question here. Perhaps they weren't ready for that level of depth at the moment, but their response implies that they are willing to at least follow Jesus. Perhaps this is what they discussed at Jesus' residence when they went over to see where he was staying. When Andrew finds his brother Peter, we see the answer to the question, however, that Jesus originally asked them. They are seeking the Messiah, the anointed one, the one promised in the prophets throughout the Old Testament. Verse 42 begins a key theme in the Gospel of John. Those seeking the Messiah and the kingdom come to Jesus and find their deepest longings fulfilled in him. Those seeking water find the living water in Jesus in John 4. Those seeking bread find the bread of life in Jesus in John 6. Those seeking safety and security find it in Jesus the Good Shepherd in John 10. The Messiah came with great kingdom expectations, which Jesus was yet to teach them the true nature of the kingdom. At this point, however, we can confidently say that Peter and his brother Andrew were desperately seeking, longing for the Messiah and the kingdom of God so much so that they were willing to leave their entire life behind and follow Jesus in the hopes that he is indeed the Messiah. Briefly, let's look at three other events in the life of Peter. In John 6, Jesus had just miraculously fed the 5,000 and the crowd wanted to make him king. So Jesus withdraws alone to pray. He then crosses over to the other side of the lake by walking on water. The crowd follows him and he proceeds to call them to himself. In verse 26, this is where we get the the Jesus saying he is the bread of life, as I referenced earlier. In verse 26, we find the same word, seeking. They, however, weren't seeking the Messiah and the kingdom. They were seeking another free lunch. They were seeking bread. Jesus quickly calls them again to himself that he is the bread of life. He tells them to believe in the one he has sent and that 
He is the bread of life, which they must eat. The crowd didn't really get it. Uh, in John 6, 66 to 69, we read, After this, many of the disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Again, we get that question in verse 67. What do you want? Do you want to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. They had found their deepest longing and desire satisfied in Jesus. So where else would they go? So when everyone else leaves, Peter and the other eleven, those chosen by Christ himself in verse 70, and enabled by the Father to come to him in verse 65, declare that their true longing is satisfied by Jesus because he has the words of eternal life and he is the Holy One of God. This is what they have been seeking and they have found in Christ. Even if everyone else abandons Jesus, they never will because he is their deepest longing. In Peter, we even see a moment of disordered longing if we fast forward in his life. Peter denies Jesus three times and misdirected his deepest longing to pursue self-preservation over Jesus. After these three denials, Luke tells us that Peter went outside and wept bitterly. This, although a case of his failure, still demonstrates his deepest longing, although they were disordered. Upon the recognition of his betrayal, he weeps bitterly. Again, Peter proves his longing for Christ after the resurrection. Peter and a few other disciples were out fishing back to their normal life after Jesus had been crucified. Jesus shows up on the shore and they don't recognize that it's him. After another miraculous catch of fish, we read in John 21, the disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment for he was stripped for his work and he threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat dragging the net full of fish for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid on it and bread. Peter here would do anything to get to Jesus. Even after betraying him at the sight of Jesus, he puts on his outer garment and throws himself into the sea because Jesus is the object of his deepest longing. For reflection time today, I invite you to put yourself into this narrative. Imagine that you're Andrew and Jesus asks you, what do you want? What do you say? Imagine yourself saying to Jesus, you, the Messiah. Then imagine yourself proving that he is your deepest longing by leaving everything behind to follow him. Imagine all of your hopes of Jesus becoming king are dashed in the disappointment of the crowd leaving Jesus. This challenges the disciples' deepest longing. Was it for power and prestige as they would sit alongside Jesus when he became king? That dream is now over. Will you still follow Jesus? Imagine yourself saying, as Peter, where else would we go? You have the words of eternal life. Peter's betrayal of Jesus caused him to weep bitterly, remember. Put yourself in Peter's shoes here. Would you respond in a similar way, or would you shrug it off with a, well, I'm only human. I'm not perfect, after all. What causes us to weep tells us a lot of what we truly long for. Then imagine yourself as Peter, so desperate to see Jesus that you throw yourself into the sea and swim to him because you simply cannot wait to see him.